Hello and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. I am your host, Al the Brewer, and I am so glad you are listening today. This podcast is for anyone that wants to learn more about craft beer and the culture that surrounds it. Whether you're brand new to the scene or a vet of craft beer, I hope you find something to take away from this podcast. So, pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy. Cheers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. This is a fun little special episode. Yes, I know season two is over with. Alan, what are you doing? Um, I just couldn't help myself. I needed to get this episode out because, okay, I was been, you know, there are times when I just look forward to interviewing someone. And because this podcast is based around beer, there are people that I'm like, I really want you to be on and I'm excited about it. And I've got this idea of where I think I could fit you in and it just didn't fit in season two. So I was like, well, you know what? Season two plus is going to happen. And that is what this episode is. So, oh, wait, wait, I need to take a little drink here. This is a very appropriate drink for what I'm going to be talking about. Mm. I've got a Valentine's Day episode and I'm drinking a little temptress here. I mean, come on now. How could I not drink temptress for the Valentine's Day episode? Um, with my friend, the Angela, that's, that's what I'm going to call her in this. She's a very, very dear friend of mine. Uh, her and my, my wife and her have been her and my wife. One of the two, I'm too tired to think about grammar right now. Um, have been friends since college. Um, I knew, I knew Angela a little bit in college, but really it wasn't until I started dating my now wife, girlfriend, then now wife, and she was living with Ange. And so... Uh, that's how we got to know each other. You'll hear a little bit about that in the episode. But what I wanted to do was, okay, Ange is on the dating apps. And I'm definitely not going to give you any of her handle or anything like that. But I'm just giving that out there right now. And I, I feel very privileged that I got to be in this little inner circle of hearing about the dating life and the dating apps and all those other fun jazzy things. And so <laughs> um, I was like, you know what? It'd be good if you came on to talk about like going on these dates and going to breweries and wineries and bars and things like that. What are some things that are little pieces of advice? Because I'm going to be honest, I've watched my stats. I've got a lot of dudes that listen to this. My guess is there's a lot of dudes that listen to this. I know that, but there's also a lot of dudes that are like, Hey, I want to take a girl out to said brewery, or I want to take someone to said place that serves alcohol as like the main things like bar winery, ETC. And, uh, yeah, I thought, you know what, let's just, because uh, I don't, I've, it's been a long time since I've been on date. So I was like, let me get Ange on. Let's sit and talk about these things. And my wife, my amazing wife joined us and it was just an all around fun time. So I'm going to give you a heads up. This is not the most beer centric podcast. Okay. But it is a really fun podcast and conversation that revolves around the world of beer. So no, it is not beer-centric, but I feel like it involves enough about the world of beer and alcohol and how we drink and uh, just just good tips for like just being a good person on a date. I think that's just a good thing, especially when you go to go to a place that serves alcohol. So anyways, that is what I've been wanting to do. I've been wanting to do this episode since I think uh, before Christmas, I've been like, you know what? I think, Angela, I want you to come on for the Valentine's Day episode. Anyways, okay, so there is that. Um, I'm going to take another sip of this Temptress because, I mean, come on. It's so good. You know you love it. Mm. And I'm going to say uh, thank you for tuning in. There will be more episodes between now and season three. And uh, you'll hear more about that in a little bit. Or not in a little bit, but you'll you'll hear more of that with the season two recap. And um, yeah, I'm excited for what season three holds. I've got a lot of ideas. And yeah, I'm excited about it. So please enjoy this episode. I'm so excited to share it. And uh, yeah, enjoy. Cheers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. How are you doing? Yes, I know season two 
is over with, but I just couldn't help myself. I needed to get in this episode. I couldn't wait until season three because by the time season three runs, Valentine's Day will be over, and I needed this Valentine's Day show. So, we yes, I'm excited about this. I have, and I, I want to call you the Angela because <laughs> that's how I know you as. But my friend Angela and then my beautiful wife Kelly are on the podcast today. Hello. Yay. Hey, everybody. Yay. Can we just do a quick little cheers? Of course cheers. we should. Cheers. There we go. I'm so happy to have you two on the podcast. Hmm. Mm, thanks for having me. It's going to be Ooh, fun. I'm excited. So I have been thinking about this for a while because, okay. Um, I had my wife on the podcast. A, if you go to season two, like the third to the last, fourth to the last episode, mm-hmm. and we talked about being a good partner in beer, we'll say. Um, <laughs> beer, wife. How, beer wife. Beer wife. Beer wife, yes. <laughs> and um, one of the things that I've been thinking about was, well, I mean, it's, it's been a while since I've dated, and I was thinking true. about, yes, very true, been a while. So, and I was not very good at it. I mean, I'm just glad that I got Kelly to, to say yes to a date. No, you were good. No, I mean. She'd come home and be like, yeah, how is it? Good. good. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yes, it's but, good. But, but, but. But pre-me. I, sure. Yeah, yeah. And not to say that every single date that we went on was amazing. No, they were all perfect. Oh, thank you. Um. But one of the things I was looking forward to, because Valentine's Day episode, and I'm going to be honest, I look at the demographics of this podcast. There's a lot of dudes that listen to this. And one of the things I thought about, and Angela, you're going to help me out with this. Um, You have been on a date on a brewery or two. Am I right? That's very true. And so I thought, let me help some of these guys out, because I'm very sure that there's some guy that wants to ask some girl out to mm. a, on a date, go to a brewery, and maybe what are some tips, some do's and don'ts, and maybe even um, go beyond a brewery, but just a place that serves alcohol as well. We can talk about like brewery specific, but maybe just some things of like, if you're going to a place that drinks, that where, where drinks will be procured, maybe mm-hmm. here's some things to think about. Um, some do's, some don'ts, some like, you know, uh, um, things that might score points. Ooh, More okay. than not. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to preface this by saying that Angela speaks for every single woman out there. <laughs> everyone. Whatever I say, everyone agrees. Everyone yeah. agrees. Yeah. Every woman will agree with what Angela says tonight. I'll speak on behalf of all women. <laughs> sure, why not? No pressure. You got no this. No pressure, Angela. <laughs> no, I figured with any questions, I might preface it like, somebody might like this. Somebody might like this. But for me, no. Like for Kelly, don't sit her on a haystack on a date. That is a true story. That happened. But you like for to me, be a that's haystack. chill. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're wearing we jeans, it's fine. Well, it's the no, just the the barley bags. Oh, the barley, barley bags. bags. We'll get or to whatever that. It we'll, is. We will I mean, get to that. Atmosphere does make a difference. It does. So okay, okay, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I want to get into that, but first, Ange, mm-hmm. um, I want to know what is your personal history with alcohol. Personal history. Mm. Mm-hmm. We didn't really grow up with a ton of alcohol in our house, mm-hmm. but like pool parties, you know, aunts and uncles would have a beer here and there. I was never like a partier in high school or really college, but nope. I mean, I lived in Europe when I was younger for a little bit, so it was definitely around me, mm-hmm. but I really got more into it after college with friends like wine tasting and then Kelly started dating you and then the beer came around. <laughs> well, I studied abroad in Germany. So really that's when mm-hmm. I first started trying different beers. Mm-hmm. So I never really have liked cheap beer because I got spoiled with like <laughs> good tasting stuff. With, with, I mean, to with, be honest, there's yeah. some very good beer in Germany. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm going to drink beer, it's usually something that's like a, a good beer. Something like a good beer. Okay, so, and we were talking about this a little earlier on. I said I was going to explain this, but there is a thing called a hazy boy, Mm -hmm. okay? Which I like, apparently. Which, no, 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 no. I don't know if you like hazy boys. I'm saying (laughs) you are a hazy gal because right now (laughs) in your glass is the Galaxy Texas with a dollar sign from Turning Point. And that's kind of like my local brewery of choice. Um, And... One of the things that, and I've, I've talked about this on my podcast, one of the things I'm not a huge fan of is a beer that tastes like an open can of juice. 
and you have an open can of pineapple juice pretty much sitting in your in your glass and it's i so yummy i really like this beer and this is one that i actually i genuinely do like but um I, I was, you were like, well, so what is, what's a hazy boy? I'm like that right there. Hazy drink, mm-hmm. hazy tropical fruit, big, big tropical fruit flavors. That is like your jam. Mm-hmm. And, and I then, like some dark. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, like no, heavy. no. But, but that is like a specific thing in like the beer world is okay. like guys that only drink hazy boys. I only drink the hazy IPAs, blah, 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 blah. And the only IPAs that you've really liked. Well, they liked, have good taste if this is what they like. <laughs> <laughs> then I automatically approve of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yes these these are very very popular right now and uh there's Good. like a cult fo- not a cult following but there's a a definite sub uh subculture of beer culture mm-hmm. of people that just go for hazy beers yeah but you love this because you've had a lot of i've given you a lot of ipas yeah and so while this is still very hoppy it's not it's not the, like too ipa ish it's not that uh pine cone yeah, no, Not that's a no. Mm-mm. No, no. Mm-mm. So says all women. <laughs> all women. <laughs> if I said it, it is true for every, every female out the there. The Angela <laughs> deemed it so. <laughs> Let's stop calling uh, me the Angela. I know we do that, but she just makes it sound like kind of intense. Gentlemen, she's the sweetest of the boss. <laughs> So, oh, okay, man. I want to preface this a whole whole fun conversation. And part of the reason why I wanted my wife on this podcast is because I did a really bad brewery date with you, Kel, when we were dating. You did, yeah. And this was way back when. So there's a brewery in California called the Brewery, B-R-U-E-R-Y. And they've got a really great tasting facility out there now. But when they were just kind of starting off, their facility was not that great. And I remember coming to you and you, I was still getting, I, would, I was into beer, but I was still figuring out my way in all of this. And I remember you coming down to my place. And I said, Hey, let's go to this you know, brewery. And you were like, okay. And I remember getting there and being so thrilled because I could smell the malt. I could smell the hops. I can smell all the things that make a beer and a brewery so fun. And you walked in and you were like, <laughs> Not impressed? So here's what I recall. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely Southern California day. Mm-hmm. The sun is shining. And I had never been to a brewery before. So mm-hmm. I say this, and now this is a very familiar scene to me. But at the time, I was very confused. We get off the freeway in an industrial area. We go to what looks like a warehouse. Mm-hmm. And then go into a giant door where it's all of a sudden dark. Uh, and yes. all I see is machinery all around us. And it's crowded with a lot of men, and the only place to sit is a barley bag. These stacks of barley bags, which I I don't know. I'm not like uh, I don't need to be like wine to dine or anything, but I feel like I need backs to my chairs at least. <laughs> Do you remember what you were wearing? Uh, I was probably wearing jeans, but I might. Mm, I was a skirt wearer, but then I might have, if I was in a skirt, then that was probably part of the reason why I was uncomfortable. Huh. Good good question. I'm just saying wardrobe plays a factor. Wardrobe matters and comfortable shoes and jeans are kind of musts for, for, and breweries have really upped their ambiance They have definitely upped their game. Because I remember that that was just kind of the, there's so many breweries that had this same type of look. Yeah. When, when I was starting to get into beer, it was, big industrial style doors you walk in it's dark generally and it's part of town that no one really goes to because it's all industrial because mm-hmm. it's generally near big uh like factories or whatever because rent is cheap there. rent is it's cheap you need a lot yeah. of room to brew a beer yes all things i know now yes but, but and then like having like the fact that you just got the beer was like the prize now seating and everything else was so second thought yeah i think even the tables were literally barrels like there was no I remember sitting on a keg. You sat on a keg. You're right. Yeah, on an empty keg, and that was that was. I mean, that wasn't fun, but I remember that experience. Now I. But had, he got to look at you, which was fun. that was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's the Valentine's special, y'all. Come oh, on. totally. Sorry, <laughs> I'll bring back in the romance. There was something so lovely about that barley bag. <laughs> 
But what I what I remember was I was just thrilled to get the beer, mm-hmm. and I was not thinking about you because you didn't really. I mean, you liked beer, but it wasn't like what you what, where you're even at now. No, you know. And I remember just going, oh, wasn't that so much fun? And you looked at me like, what? what? Can we go someplace real now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I, I want to kind of break down the the things that made that such a not fun experience. And I mean, seating one. Seating, yeah. Um, breweries don't tend to have food at them. They might have like trucks mm-hmm. or things like that, but I don't think it had that. So certainly if you're not really excited by the drink and there's something to eat and the guy you're with is geeking out over something you don't really care about, that's not exactly a fun date. Mm. Gotcha. Mm-mm. 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 Yeah. I, 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 I understand that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've learned a little more. Which, by the way, he, he took me on lots of fun dates. But I did, I did more than a few fun dates. I, I've just reflected on this particular yes. not-so-fun date. Okay, so okay, so that was really bad. So harsh, Kelly. Really bad. I no, mean, but it was it was not. I mean, you asked me for my truth. Yes, and <laughs> you, you gave your truth, and I mean, I was still thrilled at just that beer, having that beer that day, and I was not looking at anything else at the moment. Okay, so, Ange. Yes. Okay. Yes, Angela. But everybody, I, I've I've called you Ange since I. You're think. one of the only few people who I allowed to call me Ange. Oh, okay. I, I actually, yeah, that's right. Kel mm-hmm. is allowed to call me Ange. Yeah. It goes down to a very select group of females, and basically there's significant others that have been grandfathered into this <laughs> allowance. <laughs> or if you've ever lived with me, it's just easier when you're, you know, yelling yeah, across the house in the apartment. Ange. Ange. Kel. Oh, or that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, tell me about a time that... You what, like what was the last time that you were on date at a brewery? What were some of the things that stood out? What were some of the things you were like, yay, nay? I don't know about the very last time, but or just well, just a time. One of the times, I mean, there's a couple cool spots around DFW, mm-hmm. and if there's outside and it's a pretty day, mm-hmm. that's always fun. And no matter what, I mean, you're on a date, so hopefully. Yes, you're going to talk about what you're drinking or if somebody's into beer, mm-hmm. they might give suggestions or, you know, taste different things. Mm-hmm. But you're hopefully trying to get to know the other person. <laughs> so don't forget about that. I'll say this. I think that um, there's that, uh, again, I will say say to, to, uh, to, to add points to the night or day or afternoon, whenever this may be happening, mm-hmm. the brewery should just be the location and still thought of as a location i'm guessing mm-hmm. like really the focus should still be on the date right whereas me and kel i was focused much more on like hey let's go grab this which beer. maybe you had dated for a little while and it's different yeah, if, yeah, like had, had, if you're like a first or second <laughs> date and you're trying to get to know the person mm-hmm. or impress them in some way take them somewhere cool and then you show up to somewhere that's like, wah, wah. Or it could be really cool because there's a lot of neat breweries out there mm-hmm. with like a good spot to sit. There's people what are, around. What are some of your favorites? Um, well, I mean, I've been to Turning Point mm-hmm. a couple times and Martin House. Yeah, Martin House is a lot of fun. Is good. Martin House is just cool. Yeah. yeah. And then more like sort of dive. I mean, some dive bars or things like that have like mm-hmm. really good beer. Mm-hmm. But it can be more of a before the date, like, Mm. oh, we're meeting up, having a drink, and if this goes well, maybe we'll grab dinner Mm -hmm. after. Or it could be you're having dinner, which this has happened, this happened once, and then luckily there was one of his favorite bars that was, like, not too far from the restaurant. So, Mm -hmm. like, if you want a part two of the date, then you have another spot Mm. to go to. Mm. So, gentlemen planning, you know, have a couple spots ready to go. I see. Within walking distance probably is... Or at least a yeah. short distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I know the spot. It's not too far from here. I feel like, um, what's that one place you played at at Christmas? That would be a good spot. Oh, Tops. that is a good spot. Oh, no, uh, no me, New Main. New Main. Yeah, New, New Main. Main. There's so really many good little fun. restaurants down there. Yeah. Yeah, New Main's good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay. Uh, again, this is something I think about because now with, so with, Kelly, she knows I'm way into beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to f- figure out how to ask this, but um, 
I know that Kelly gets bored about my beer stuff real quick. Like I know the line of like her <laughs> level of interest. I've got about three minutes with Kelly on talking about beer mm-hmm. before like interest gone. Next subject, please. Like, or like we will start talking about like other things become much more important at that point in time. I'm wondering, have you ever had an experience where someone was like just a little too enthusiastic about explaining a why this beer was so cool or anything like that? I know I do that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've had, there's one, there's one instance I can think of, but I don't know if it's because, and this was a date, I don't know if he, he was nervous or Ooh. if it was just trying to brag about like that he knows some things, mm-hmm. like he traveled and oh, here it, it's more like this and here it's more like that. And I was like okay, I get it. Like you're trying to impress me, but this could have ended like five minutes ago. (laughs) So you didn't find it that impressive at the end of the day is what I'm hearing. Well, in general, people who like kind of try really hard, it's not really my jam. So what does try too hard mean? Oh my gosh. Look at you go, girl. (laughs) I don't know. Just like don't seem at ease or don't seem comfortable in their own skin. Hmm. Like, just trying like talking too much or not engage. I don't know, not engaging or something. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Gotcha. Or being a know-it-all. Nobody likes that. That's true. like, Oh, this and that and da da da. And I'm like, dude, calm down. Just don't be the well actually it. guy. You right. Like beer. Yeah. Yes. That guy. Actually, actually. actually. <laughs> what, what I think is funny is that, uh, so Whenever you're on, especially on a date that has come, been procured by a, an app of some sort. Yes. We are, I and Kelly are on like the, hey, I'm going out on a date app. Oh, you know, uh, not app. Uh, yes, like message. before I go. Yes. Like, oh, it's hot. Yeah, we, yes. we're your, um, we know where you're at at all times. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. If you're doing any kind of online dating, somebody's got to know where you're going and you meet up there and then when it's done, they need to know. Like, it's all good. But what I think is funny about that is that I get the beer questions. You do. And I love that because (laughs) you're like, hey, I'm going to this place. What beer should I get? And I'm like... I have literally texted Alan pictures of menus of places. Like, what do I like here? Because he knows what I like. And I was about to say, one of of the things I think would be a good thing for someone thinking about, like, okay, thinking about taking someone out on a date Mm -hmm. to the place is do a little research beforehand like know what's going to be there. And then like, Oh, I've always thought a good question to ask. And this is something I picked up when I'm boring was, well, tell me what you normally like to drink or tell me what you normally like in a beer or in a drink or something like that. Yeah. So that you're not having your date, getting her phone out going, Hey, let me text my buddy who likes beer a lot. I don't and do that on the date. I text you before the date. Oh, before the I thought you were doing it like right, like the guy. No. Oh, hang on, dude. I'm texting this other dude and asking him what I like to I drink. Like, no. I, I, I think that's kind of like, I would love to see the guy's face like, oh, okay. <laughs> Trying to imagine his conversation with his buddies. How'd the date go? She kept on texting some other dude. <laughs> she said it was her best friend's husband. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's move away from breweries, just places that are going to have, or you're going to have a drink. What are some things that you're generally like a, Hey, I think these are just good rules or just good. Uh, and we're still on a date. We're not like out with girl friends or anything. I'll say date. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What are some things that you're like, you know what? These are things Mm. that I think about. These are things that like come to my mind of like, make it just a little better. It could be just about the date itself or like. But just in a place that serves alcohol, we'll say. That's like a, a specific to alcohol. Winery, brewery, bar, something like that. Well, somewhere where there's a lot of people because then it shows it's a good spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, not packed like where you can't find somewhere to sit or people are on top of each other. But just like a, a kind of popular location, I would say, is a good thing. It's a good sign. Like mm-hmm. when you show up to a restaurant and there's people there. That's a good sign. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, you don't want to show up where it's like, wah, wah. Um, you know, I feel like these places tend to have like, there's definitely a scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like lower lighting, some music. So mm-hmm. it's got some, but you don't want it to be too loud because you want to actually talk. So but uh, it's okay if you want to sit close and talk, you know, it's so a date. Like the Goldilocks effect, like enough people that you're not lame. Right. But not so many that all you can do is make vicious eye contact with the person because you can't hear them or you're leaning over and you're like trying to say something but you can't hear the whole thing and then you're like what what's happening yeah 
So I went to a concert uh, not too long ago. And uh, one of the things I love about Kelly, and you know this about Kelly. I'm oh, she sends you to concerts that she doesn't want to go to? Yes. Yeah, by himself. Yes. Without me. And so, <laughs> She's like, bye, babe. Have fun. And so <laughs> when you're talking about like a place that has like nobody, I was going to this place. It just closed down not too long ago called the Tin Panther. And um, I went, it was a late show. I don't, I don't, I remember I was going to go see this, um, this gypsy jazz style band played La Pompe. And I got the Uber, went down there because I was like, oh, I'm going to have me a beer or two. And I like to Uber when I have beers or two. And as we're driving there, it's getting darker and darker and like the alleyways have less lighting. And we get to this spot and the GPS shows that the Tin Panther is like onto my left. And all I see is like a wooden fence. And I'm like, and then some cars parked. And I'm like, what in the world? And my Uber driver was like, hey man, just to let you know, the police station's just down that way. So if you need to run, that's the direction to go. And I was like, what? well, thanks man. So that would be a creepy place. That to would take be a, a creepy place. If your Uber driver goes like, "Hey, just That's to let you know, no. like the police station's down that way." Now, once I got into the parking lot, it only scared me more because there was it looked like there wasn't even a place till I saw the no persons under 21 allowed. And I was like, "Oh, cool. That's mm-hmm. that's going to be a place to go see the show and that's where the show was." <laughs> but it was it was one of those moments that I was like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, this this Kelly should not have gone with me on that because we would have just turned around in the Uber. She would have looked at me like, nope. This is the first time I've heard this story, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> He's fine. He can take care of himself. Clearly. <laughs> I mean, you know how fast I can run. <laughs> to the Right. Yes. <laughs> no oh, comment. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, do you mind sharing any little, maybe things that have not gone well at... Um, but things that you were like, you know what? I wouldn't do this based on this experience. Like specifically with beer or just in general? Um, maybe if it relates to beer and alcohol, I think there was one experience. You oh, were the PBR about. guy. PBR guy. <laughs> so let's start by not oh, being man. known as the PBR guy. Yeah, you do guy. not want to be known as the PBR guy. Okay. And I think anyone listening to this podcast. Yeah. 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 They'll appreciate that. But not only did he get a PBR, he picked up two and not so for we, me. It was two for him. So wait, wait, let's start the, you were on a date. Did, where, where was it at? At a restaurant. Well, at that burger spot. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Really good burgers. I thought you were at Heart 8. Heart. No, 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 no. That's barbecue. It was a burger spot. Oh, you oh. were at, um, dang it. Yeah. I thought you were at Heart Across 8 as well. Across the street from the pie place. Right. Yeah. Um. What is it called? There, it's a chain. There's not a lot of them, but they have like. Um, is that Five Guys? Nope. No, it's where they call out like rock star names as. Yes. Your... Madonna. Oh. Cher. You I, I've, like been, I've been to one in an airport before, and that was. Twisted sad. Root. Twisted, Twisted Root. root. Okay. Thank you. That's it. It was a Twisted Root. So it's a go up, order, then mm-hmm. go sit down, then they call your Maroon Five, and you go get your stuff, <laughs> right? So I mean he did <laughs> whatever he he did it's a very skinny he did burger. pay which is good which I will say yes even being a modern independent woman paying on the first date for sure like yeah. that's a thing yeah it, it's impressive mm-hmm. and important I think anyway so he did pay so that was good mm-hmm. but he grabbed two drinks <laughs> and I was like wait what's happening and he did seem like a little nervous but I don't know I didn't talk to him like a lot so I didn't really know him that well yet. And then we sat down and he just downed both PBRs. And I was like, oh, no, this is I not just, going well. I just love the idea of him holding two beers, yes. walking down, and then sitting and going, beer one, beer two. Well, and he ordered them after he asked me, oh, do you want anything to drink? And I was like, I don't think so. I mean, it was the afternoon. Yeah. Like, I just didn't want anything. I was like, but you can totally grab a drink. He goes, okay. And just grabs them both. And downs <laughs> like, two PBRs. Oh, okay. <laughs> and mind you, lunch lasted like 20 minutes. It was pretty fast. This was maybe the worst date of all time, actually. Gotcha. Yeah, it was rough. But... See, uh, and see, I think that there's, I think there's a, there's this, uh, it's kind of a fun myth that, okay, you're really nervous, have a beer, you know, liquid courage. And I, yeah, it'll make you just like kind of loosen up a tiny bit up. and, Yes, and I and I understand that. I also think that if you're drinking because you're nervous, like the limit of like what is acceptable, what what's like, oh, a little nervous drinking, or like, oh, you look like you have a problem, right? Real, the, the, really thin at that point in time. 
you know, or just in general, I think like, like I, I think about, because I, I, I think about how alcohol and how beer is portrayed in media and things like that. And you see the guys that like down a, uh, a beer and they're like ready to go do whatever it is that they're going to do. I just don't think that's just a healthy way to just treat Mm-mm. alcohol mm-hmm. in general. You know, mm-hmm. I know that there's the, you know, little sip of courage or something like that. I get that. But well, it's, are you drinking it for the effect? Or are you drinking it because you enjoy it yeah. as a drink and what mm-hmm. it tastes like? And I don't know. It's fun. That's how we all drink as friends. We're not like for sure. we're going crazy or anything. Yeah. Well, and you also have to remember that you have very few signals to make an entire impression about a human when you're on a first date. Mm-hmm. So that is not a good start at all. <laughs> like if you're going to be on a date focusing around alcohol, make sure that you're showing them that you respect alcohol. Thus, you know, other things like women. <laughs> Your face right now. <laughs> you know, like women. women. <laughs> yeah, that Just would be good. Saying. I mean, I guess it depends on who you are what you're going after or what the but for yes. sure but mm-hmm. if you're looking for a young marriageable type <laughs> starting yes. the date by like just downing two bbrs i always wonder like what did he say after that like pbr one pbr two was like hey how you doing or was it just an mm-hmm. awkward like i mean Whoa. we like talked as we were eating and i don't know i try to like erase this date because this just had so many factors that were just not good. Most of the time on the, you know, on the apps that I've met people, mm-hmm. I've met some really great guys and I've had some good dates. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen a lot of, I mean, not a lot, but several places in DFW that I'm like, oh yeah, that was a good spot. <laughs> and people are like, spot. who'd you go with? Um, da, da, da. You know, like, oh, that was on a date. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a cool way to adventure around a new city mm-hmm. if you've moved somewhere new. And obviously I had a few friends here when I moved here three mm-hmm. years ago. You two being two of them, mm-hmm. but you know it's a cool way to if you're if you're dating try new places because you haven't been here all too long. I mean Kelly and I have been living here about four years now. Five, five, five years. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm almost three years. Almost three years. That's right. Mm-hmm. In the DFW area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anything that you're how do I put this? And I'm going to just say that just because it's more of a beer podcast than not. Mm-hmm. When we were living in, I'm going to say when we were living, because you were living like what? I mean, you. Two you, miles away from you? Yeah. In California? When all of us were living in California, we would, all of us, because I still don't want to say, I still don't like saying y'all. I just, I, I don't care. <laughs> I've already said it once tonight and I hardly ever say it. I don't. It's a good just, word. When all of us. Well, you're the Texan. It's, it's a good word. That's fair. But you is plural. Yes. So all of you. So I'll say all of us were living in California. Wine and beer were a fairly regular part of our lives, mm-hmm. I'll say. Because we were, like I said, we were wine tasting up in uh, Los Olivos. Um, we had our once a year wine trip. Oh, gosh. Okay, so one of the wine trips, this just popped into my head. I was, I definitely favor wine over beer, but mm-hmm. I've learned to love a lot of different beers now. Mm-hmm. And one of our wine tasting trips, and I say this in quotes because it was a wine tasting trip. <laughs> I felt like an Alan and Kelly were dating. Mm-hmm. And I, don't I think I know what you're going to say. If it was your first trip with us. I think it was his first Listen, first we trip. had done this wine tasting trip with a group of friends a few years. And then Alan and Kelly started dating. So it was like, can Alan come on the trip too? Okay, yes, they're serious, mm-hmm. plus he's cool, so let's bring him. He hijacked our wine tasting trip and took us to beer places. What? Um, and I was like, what? Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me, let me, let me. Okay, I would like Alan's story, version of the story Hold now. on here, hold on here. <laughs> no, listen, the wine trip was over. We were on our way back, and we stopped at this place that's really good, I think. I don't remember, and I wasn't that into it at that point. I may or may not have been like, oh, gosh, Alan. You, I, I'm going to say I, you may have been, oh, gosh, Alan, <laughs> there may have been an eye roll at like stopping at Firestone Walker that Barrel Works. That was it. That was it. Which yeah. is one of my favorite spots in was the entire world. Paso Robles that we're coming back from? No, it was Santa from Barbara? Uh, Santa Barbara. We were just doing Santa Barbara that year. No, we, we were coming back from Paso Robles. We must have been coming back from Paso Robles. But we stopped in. But it's in Santa Barbara. It's right. like Santa the Barbara. halfway. It was right. actually a good like stopping point. No, it's and in there was Buelton. food. It's in Buelton. Oh, that's right. Which is, yeah. Yeah. Close. Yeah. 
but yes, I, I will. I do remember that, and I don't even think you came to the bar, the tasting room, with because it was Ty and I that went to the tasting room. We took pictures next to the barrels. Yeah, I have pictures. I was there. No, no, I I know you were there, but I don't think you drank beer with us. Well, it was a wine tasting trip. <laughs> Well, it's a wine tasting trip. We had already drank, like, tasted that day or something. Maybe I was just over it. I don't know. Maybe I, I was throwing you had a attitude I'm sorry. I think you had. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's this boy doing here with Kelly? She wasn't no, ready to share me yet. You were still kind of, like, proving yourself a little bit. To, to the, Angela. To the best <laughs> to the friend. Angela. <laughs> I think we had been dating a year at that no, point. No, it was not that long. Because, no, because I... He wasn't I, allowed on the first. I wasn't allowed on the first trip. And you started dating in the spring, and so that summer he didn't come. No, we started dating in September. So we've been together a good, like, eight, nine months. Oh, you started talking in the spring. Yeah. Dating in the fall. Okay. And that first trip, he did not pass. So it was almost a year and a half into it. Don't blame it on me. Don't just look at me. It's not my fault. No, I'm looking at you because it wasn't just you. Okay, good. You mean? Okay. Collective. <laughs> Collective. But you know what? Those trips did improve with your presence over the years, Alan. Oh, thank you. I have appreciated all of our wine tasting together. Yay. And beer tasting now. And that's just like, I mean, the, the beer tasting is just... It... And I've learned a lot. I mean, the home brew and the mm-hmm. pouring stuff into buckets and cleaning things out. I've helped with all you of that. You have helped I have. in, in home brews. Alan also has like the amazing ability to like sweet talk all the people and enough that we end up with free things that's and true. special tours and whatnot so his schmoozing abilities i'm all about that were very helpful for the wine trips your schmoozer i i'm trying to think i feel like i got i think when i was working at weights i got us a couple free tastings that's true you were also industry, because i was though. industry for a little while and i'm just going to send a tip out to anybody make friends with friends that are in the industry mm-hmm. because when they come along to those trips and you're like perks. oh you oh yeah perks. Mm-hmm. yeah that is that is very fun. They're at least opening up bottles they don't normally with you, so it's nice. It's kind of especially on wine tasting trips because if they if you have someone that works in a like a, a bottle shop or something and they're like oh mm-hmm. opportunity to maybe give someone a taste that'll end up in a wine shop oh well I've got this bottle behind the bar that's always the fun thing that to, to hear I love that about you we like making friends Alan and I like making friends when we yes. go places I befriend. And then also date slash marry the same person over and over and over again. <laughs> Your friends do have some similarities. Might have some commonalities. Mm-hmm. At least I'm consistent. You are. I need somebody to like pull me out of my shell. So. You calm us down. You I make do. us better, Kelly. You make me better. <laughs> y'all. Oh, oh, she's dropping a y'all. How's All that? right. So we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> she's enjoying that, that sip over there. I am. What is oh, that? Oh, that's right. Okay, so babe, what are you drinking? I totally forgot to ask you. I am drinking Turning Point's Oedipus Complex, and it's very lovely. It's a rich oatmeal stout with peanut butter and vanilla. Mm-hmm. And I do like it. It's a lot of fun. Um, And then you've got the Galaxy, and I've got their Texas with a dollar sign, just regular um, double dry hopped IPA, and it is, it is lovely, too. This is my, that's actually my favorite beer from them. So what I'm hearing is we made a turning point run this weekend. I made a turning point run yesterday. He even texted me and said, okay, I'm going to turning point. What do you want? And I'm pretty sure the word I said was yummy. Yummy. And did I, did I procure yes, yummy? It's yes. It's perfect. Yes. I love it. If anybody is listening to this, it ends up by some awesome chance getting a date with Angela. <laughs> but she's a hot drink, commodity. So. Her drink of choice is yummy. <laughs> And if you don't know what that means, text Alan at Al the Brewer. Find at Al the Brewer. If I get around to, okay, I'm on this date with this gal and her drink is yummy. (laughs) I can order for myself as well. That just, I know that you know what I like. Yes. Yes. In the beer. Yeah. He Mm -hmm. knows, he knows all of our friends' palates and he's very good at matching. So. I like doing that. Oh, that that does. I just, something popped into my head. If. On a date specifically, don't order for someone unless they ask you to. <laughs> you Has had this someone order you? Yeah. What? What did they order like, for Like, oh, I think you're going to like that. I don't even remember. But I was like... And did you like it? At that point, I just was like a little bit like... 
You're like, hey, I, why did you do that? I'm a free thinking woman. Yeah, kind of thing. <laughs> Don't mm-hmm. order for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a difference between being like chivalrous and giving a nod to like mm-hmm. the the ways of old without being like completely insulting. Okay. There's a line. So it, it's it's yeah. The... I kind of forgot about that. I was like, wait, what? Well, you're also like raised in California. The men here are a little bit different. Mm, good point. Yeah. I mean, he was definitely, what do you think? He was definitely a Texan. So I'll say this. The times where I've seen people order for someone else, it is, and they've, and they've liked it, is when the, the person that wants the drink goes, hey, make me something. Or hey, right. dealer's choice. Mm-hmm. Because then that at least shows an openness to that. There are very few times. Actually, I don't know. I'm trying to think. There's maybe one time where someone just like, oh, yeah, I got you this. I thought you would like it. And it was like, you know, great. But other than that, like really, it. I, I think it's also a mental game. Because if you're if you're thinking, if, if someone just puts something in front of you and go like, oh, I think you're going to like this. Mm-hmm. And you're already like, it, it, it offers a, it offers a, a point of like, uh, like, like huh mm-hmm. like it it starts to give you the idea so what do you think i'm like let me try this drink mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. you really analyze that i do i take my drink seriously because i also think of like we went we were at the usual a while ago mm-hmm. a great little bar in uh fort worth oh, he that's was a, like a mind that's reader. a good spot that yeah. is a good spot shout and out now the the bartender he you and my sister we're, we're all there together mm-hmm. both of you said i just want a mocktail and he looked at you and he said i got it but that was also an opening up of, I want a, a mocktail. Well, he was the bartender. He's not your date. That's also a difference. Yes. but <laughs> No, but he made us uniquely different cock- or mocktails that somehow match exactly what we liked, even though we had barely said two words to him. I had already ordered one cocktail, so I think he had a sense of my palate. Mm-hmm. But, but my sister... Laura, out the gate, was a mocktail. And, and he did good? He, he gave her it? this lavender something, which I would have hated. And she was like all into it yeah but it, it started with the idea of hey make me something mm-hmm. you know it wasn't a it wasn't like the assumption of you're going to like this it's like oh like I, i'm i'm excited to try something mm-hmm. yeah so the pro tip here is make sure they want you to order for them i think so <laughs> or it's always nice when you can taste something first whether that's Mm-hmm. you know, from their pour that they're doing, or they're like, I'll order this and you try it and see if you like it. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. And that's happened a couple of times where it's like, Oh, I try it. Oh, I like that. I'll get it too. Or mm, I think I want more. And then you mm-hmm. pick something mm-hmm. different. Yep. And then that's really fun, actually banter and good yeah. fun date stuff, which I know you like. So. Yeah, it's fun. I like fun. Fun's good for you. I'm you so don't want to be bored. Never be bored. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody listen to this, you're on a date with Ange. Do not let don't her be, be bored. bored. Don't be boring. I've been told that's kind of a lot of pressure, though, so no pressure, but don't be boring. <laughs> no, you know what? Okay. I, I think that... Like, I think I wrote that on one of my apps. I like, think on that one was of your, apps. like, thing, like, yeah. please don't be boring. And they're like, wait, what am I supposed to do? This is too see, difficult. See, if you're freaking you out doing? about that, like, just mm, just keep on passing by, man. I feel like the confident men aren't scared by that. The confident men are not scared by that. No. Or they shouldn't be. No. Because I'm, like, a very quiet person, but... You wouldn't be my friend if I was boring. So it's Correct. not it's not telling this person to be like something. It's just telling them to show you who you are. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And if two people have a connection, like boring isn't going to happen. Exactly. So true. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, because I was never boring on any date, right, babe? <laughs> not for the first. Not until you locked me in. And then I could be as boring as I wanted to be. I got her. I'm good. <laughs> No. Babe, we're going to talk about fermentation today. No, but like our first few days, I'd come home and my cheeks would just be like hurting because I was smiling so much. And Aww. that's a good date that you like keep mm. on smiling. So yeah, mm-hmm. you want cheek hurting fun. Well, that sounds so bad. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> always drops these lines and it's just could be taken so many ways. I always mean the most innocent you, version. You do. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah, go back and listen to the other co- podcast, and she said something that was... I did not. You did. I was talking about a beer. It was ridiculous. I was talking about a beer. Oh, I wonder if I have time. If I have time, I'm going to edit that into this point. <laughs> oh, <don't>. you should. <laughs> it was funny. <sighs> oh, man. 
Or you're just going to go back to season two, like episode like nine or something like that. Interview with my wife, Kelly. It's so awesome that you're doing these podcasts. Well, thank you. I like this whole these. setup. I mean, it's so cool. And it's something you're passionate about. It's really neat. It's a lot of fun. I, I really like doing this podcast. It, it allows me to keep this like kind of foot in the beer world that I can't do because I'm not uh, like a professional member of it anymore. When you're working in beer, your world revolves around it and you're naturally having these conversations. You're more naturally having, uh, making connections, networking, and trying to, um, uh, trying to deepen yourself. If you, if that's what you want to do, deepen yourself in knowledge and in the culture and in the community. Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm not, you know, a professional in all this doing this is like the next best thing. Because I also get to turn off the mic and I, I don't have to be out on Fridays and Saturday nights, which for some people is a blast. Um, but now having kids, um, it, it, it would, I don't think I could work in beer doing the things that I love doing in beer because it would just take me away from my family too mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Like working at Wade's was probably the most fun. And I think it's some ways some of the most fulfilling work I've ever done. Wow. Yeah. Pouring behind the bar. That was a cool spot. It was a really cool spot. Um, But it was so, so fulfilling because I got to talk to so many people, got to meet so many people, um, got to know so many people and also got to like really dive into my, dive into beer knowledge, be around so many people that knew so much more about beer than I did. And even the people that didn't know as much, like if we were to take a test as much, Mm -hmm. Um, the way that they talked about beer, I loved like, just hearing from them because it made me go, ooh, I want to talk about beer like that. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. That was, yeah, probably one of my favorite jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I you went there more than a few times. Yeah. yeah. Wade's is a good spot. Yeah. And when I go back and visit in California, I mean, of course, they have different things that other places here don't have. Mm-hmm. And, and so all text Kelly and Alan and say, what do you want me to pick up? <laughs> You're so good about that. Mm. But I just like their selection and the, the people there are nice. And yeah, they're, they're my spot. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Um, so I think we're just about ready to, to call this little episode down. Um, I'm trying to think now, normally this is where I would say like, so Angela, is anything that you want to, or I tell my guests, so is there anything you want to promote? I don't know if you really want to go like, oh, well, I'm on this dating app at blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Currently, I'm actually not on any dating apps. Oh, are you doing like so, a like sabbatical from the dating apps? I mean, I guess a little bit. Like every once in a while, I need like a little break. I mean, there's other ways to meet people, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> heard rumors <laughs> heard rumors <laughs> there's this thing called like talking yeah yeah no i i don't really have anything to to plug per se i'm just it's really fun like it's really cool that you asked me even though i'm not like a beer person but no we need not like outside perspective yes, yeah definitely need outside perspective yeah yeah because i mean as much as i love beer and as much as the people that come on this generally love beer uh kelly's episode like of us just talking about like beer, but that also kind of being like beer, but, but really it's about us. One of my most listened to episodes and the people that have, and the people that have (laughs) talked to me about it have been like, that was such a fun episode. And it wasn't that it was like, it's not like the nitty gritty about beer. It's just just your life. Yeah. It's more, yeah. The social relational. I think it's also like how, how it impacts, like I said, real life, Mm -hmm. because this is something that I really do think a lot about and how it affects our relationship in positive and sometimes in negative ways. Um, because this costs a lot of money and beers can sometimes (laughs) not be exactly cheap. Well, everyone has a hobby. I mean, golf costs a lot of money too. It's true. You, but Ooh, yes, I but do accuse you of, ex- of expensive hobbies, but you do not golf. So I do not golf. I'm gonna have to. And I'm never. I mean, going I'm just saying we're in the in the age and times of yes. a lot of men like to golf, and I know that's expensive. That's true. Or even going to football games. A ticket to a Cowboys game is like also true. A ton She's of making money. great points. But See, Alan, you have a going. great. But hobby. you're in a room full like? of what exactly? And how many of them? 
guitars. The answer is guitars. The answer yeah. is guitars. Okay, I don't really. He talk likes about his this. instruments One, and he likes two, three, four, his alcohol. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But this 11, took years 12. to collect. This isn't. Just... Oh, totally. Yes. Yeah. Most of these actually were predated me. Yeah. So. One, two, th- wait, one, two, <laughs> three, four, He's five, his six, instruments. seven, eight of these, eight of the 12 instruments predate you. Yeah. yeah. So I really can't complain. And one of them doesn't predate me, but you didn't pay for it. So that's true. So yes, I will stop accusing you of expensive hobbies because as Angela has pointed out, he neither golfs nor watches football. So I'm going to call myself a winner. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, we're done. <laughs> um, do you want anybody to know about your Instagram or anything like that? Or you're like, eh. Well, I mean, if there's a lot of dudes listening and you need to buy gifts for the women in your life, oh. you know, I am in skincare and cosmetics. So okay. I feel like I should maybe shamelessly plug that. I you shamelessly I mean, plug I've had to toe in her stuff. So. I have a gift giving service. So you can just tell me how much you want to spend, what, okay. what the gals like, and... I'll help hook you up with all sorts of goodies. Would you say it's a good thing for a guy to just guess, like, here's what my girlfriend l- would like? Or would it be better yeah, to just have It depends on how well you know yes, her. Yes, yes, sometimes. You might want to just get a little extra, like, consultation on that. Yeah. Or yeah. you get, like, a great gift card and a free makeover. There you go. Like, done. I do that. Customizable gift giving service. Okay. Well, so, there you go. There you go. Do you want to? Do you want them to just contact me and then I can just pass on the? Sure. Okay, Al the Brewer. Al the Brewer. Yeah. Instagram, uh, Twitter, the Facebooks, um, or I know nothing about beer.com. Um, or let me see. What is your number? Let me figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> five 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 five. Don't even get started with the texting. Okay, oh. everybody. <laughs> For another podcast. <laughs> That's for our other podcast. Other podcast. Right, Kelly? All right. Coming fall 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Alan and has all the equipment. <laughs> everyone, and thank you so much. You're welcome. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for letting me crash your podcast. I'm glad you did. Yay.